on this special edition of Ask the Masters podcast, Angels of Americans Fallen. Founder Joe Lewis joins the National Swimming Pool Foundation and Step Into Swim director Lauren Stack and SWD Master Grant Smith on this great nonprofit organization founded by retired Lieutenant Colonel with 25 years of service. Enjoy this special episode. Hello and welcome to the Ask the Masters podcast. This podcast is dedicated to discussions about the design and construction of water shapes. The hosts of the show are all certified SWD masters who represent the leading builders and designers within the water shaping industry today. Hi, I'm Grant Smith with Aqualink Pools and Spas. I'm here with Lauren Stack from the foundation. Um, we have Joe from American Fallen Angels on, on our podcast today. Joe, how are you doing? Thanks for coming on. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So let us know a little bit about your program and what it does. So Angels of America's Fallen was formed to address a gap that I saw in support for the kids of my friends that I lost while in the military. And what I found was that there was initial grief counseling and then uh, tends to be some scholarships for once they become adults, but not much in the middle. And we wanted to make sure they had a positive outlet for their grief, that they were interacting with a coach or an instructor for positive interactions outside the home. and. We chose the model of getting them involved in sports, music, arts, basically whatever their healthy passion was that had a coach or an instructor component to it. We wanted to get them in it and uh, encourage them to go and do their thing. That sounds great. So how does your program work? So the children of our fallen military, firefighters, law enforcement, EMS, basically they all qualify regardless of the cause of death for their parent because to the child, whether it was a training accident or combat fatality or a suicide, unfortunately, it's still 100% loss of mom or dad. So once they contact us, we make it very easy for the busy single parent to register their child and then it becomes an encouragement model. We ask them to have a conversation with their child and find out what they'd like to do. And sometimes they haven't had that conversation because they simply don't have the means or because uh, mom is still swimming in the fog of loss and it, it really can vary you know each person grieves differently but once we find out what they want to do they tell us what location they can make back and forth to and who they vetted and who they would like to go to then we contact the activity provider and pay for the lessons directly to them and then we follow up with the kids and find out is it really their thing and if it's not we encourage them to keep trying until they find it and we commit to them once they're enrolled they're in all the way through 18 years old without having to reapply and maybe lose their outlet. Wow, that's great. Yeah, Grant, we, um, we came across Joe, or he came across us, and got involved with uh, Tom Lachaki with the National Swimming Pool Foundation. And we met him in about 14 or 15, right, Joe? We started working right. with you. Yes. And it was, um, our industry is, has a heart for the, for the veterans. Right. Um, a lot of people are involved in the Wounded Warrior projects and, and things like that, but this was such a unique program um, where the child, it's not just a, a one-time thing or it's not just one family, it's, it's helping as many people as you can manage with your donations that come in. Absolutely, right, yeah, the need is tremendous. The last numbers I got from the Department of Defense were back in 2010. At the time, there were over 16,000 children of our fallen military alone. And unfortunately, even though we've got less people deployed, we're not seeing the numbers going down. Suicide has become a major factor in this. 35% of the kids we support nationwide are ones whose parents committed suicide. And that also spans into law enforcement and firefighting as well. And didn't you say that not many other options are available for those that die from suicide? Is that true? Yes, it, like it, the it varies. Benefits? You know, a lot of organizations won't support that. And for the families, it's a really tough thing because it's, in, in a lot of ways, 
more difficult for the family. If mom or dad went off and then came back and they're not quite right and they're struggling and maybe a downward spiral. And sometimes this happens in front of the children even. So it can, it can leave them with their own PTSD. But in some cases, yeah, it's, it's other ones that focus only on special operations groups or maybe combat fatalities only. But to the child, it really doesn't, it, it doesn't make a difference. And uh, so to us, it doesn't. Right. So you also cover law enforcement and uh, first responders also, don't you? Yes, we do. We do. Absolutely. And I think post 9-11, everybody understands they're taking risks right here at home. And of course, within that community, you have a lot of veterans, reservists, and National Guardsmen as well. So uh, of all the children we support that are first responder families, I think we've only got about five kids whose parent wasn't also a veteran. Wow. But that's not wow. a requirement, of course. It's, it's no matter what. They have volunteered yeah. for a high-risk profession right here at home. Right. Yeah, I kind of noticed behind you there, you have uh, some dog tags. Does that represent any kind of significance? or? It absolutely does. When we first enrolled the, the first kids, they were the three sons of the first chaplain to pass in combat since Vietnam. And we provided them with a dog tag. And it's got their name. And instead of a social security number, it's got their angel number. So they were number one, two, and three. And the dog tag mentions their, their parents' you know, uh, affiliation with what branch or law enforcement or whatever. And when we had them printed, I, had, I was holding them in my hand and it was such a tangible thing that it was just so real. And I thought, wow, we, we really should get a set of these and keep for ourselves as well. And so that's what we've done. And all the ones you see up there, they all represent a child who's lost their parent and has been enrolled in our program. And uh, it's, it's a really striking thing visually when you see it in person and, and when you look at all the different names that are on there, because it really does come down to individual child. It's, it's not a numbers thing. It's this individual child, that individual child. So that and then the flag behind me was made. It's made out of a whiskey barrel and a retired Army Special Forces guy moved into my neighborhood. He was a woodworker and he was making these and was going to donate one of them to our Angel Gala as a fundraising item. One of the families we supported, five children, uh, ended up their, their father was an Air Force F-16 pilot who had been killed in combat and he actually crashed into the ground supporting some special uh, forces guys that were going to be overrun. And when he crashed, the insurgents went to the crash site and uh, the special forces guys were able to get out when they probably would not have been able to do so. Well, it turns out my neighbor, Kevin, was one of those guys on the ground that day and was saved by, by this accident. And when he found out we were supporting his children, he wanted to meet the family and he donated the flag for us to use in our office as well. And you just, you can't make a story up like that. Yeah, it's such a small world. Yeah, it's a great story. Absolutely. So. Hey Joe, how many kids do you have active in your program right now? So we supported 425 kids in 2018. We have, I think we're around 19 or 20 kids that are graduating out this year. But we also, particularly with the help of the, um, the pool and hot tub alliance, that we're able to support these kids that are on our waiting list as well. So we want to make sure that all children of our fallen get swimming lessons. And we have a, a story there that if you want me to go into it now, I can, or maybe a little bit later about why that's such an important thing for us that we want to make sure all of our children of our fallen get swimming lessons. But so we're supporting those on our waiting list, not with a long-term commitment all the way through 18, but to at least get them basic life-saving swimming lessons. You definitely have to get into that. And, and, um, but first, before you do, the active kids that you do have in your program, how many are involved in swimming as their positive activity? That's a good question. I should have known exactly that number. I think um, it's 200 and some. Did I remember it, that correctly? It is. It's, it's around 200 or so. I know of the 450 kids on our waiting list, it was over half of them that needed swimming lessons. 
and we've been able to get them into swimming lessons. So all of our supported kids, whether their main passion thing is soccer or piano or whatever it is, we reached out to all of them and said, hey, we'll keep you in that, but let's get you swimming lessons too. So uh, initially there were quite a few that needed to, to get that, but the ones that continue in it, um, yeah, we do. We've got a lot of them that do that, of course, during the summer, but some that keep in it competitive all through the, the whole year. So it is, I would say it's probably over 200 that are you know, with a long-term commitment and then of those on our waiting list, it's been a little over half. Well, why don't you take this and, and tell Grant and our audience exactly what uh, Lessons from Lila is all about, which is uh, yes. part and parcel of your program. So Lessons from Lila came about because there was an Air Force uh, Special Operations Master Sergeant that was killed in a parachute training accident after multiple combat deployments, and he had six kids. They contacted us and initially they went on our waiting list and when we called to say, hey, we can enroll your six kids and get them in activities, what's normally a very positive call became a really shocking one when the mom, Alyssa, said, I only have five now, my two-year-old Lila just drowned. And it absolutely crushed us. Um, like I said, we, in fact, the first kids that we ever supported, they all did swimming lessons. And the youngest one was so small, we did mommy and me swimming lessons for him. And so anytime we had really young kids, we'd always recommend that as a first activity. And with Lila, it didn't happen and I couldn't go back and fix that. But we do focus on positives and possibilities. So I contacted Alyssa and I told her, I don't have the budget for this, but I just feel compelled. We've got to do something. I want to try to convince swimming centers across the nation to just provide at least basic life safety initial lessons to all children of our fallen. And I'd like to name it after Lila. And Alyssa was very moved by that. And she came up with a name. So yes, lessons from Lila, which we started two years ago and we were able to get, uh, get all of our kids, like I mentioned, that were currently enrolled into swimming lessons and then all those on our waiting list. And now when somebody goes to our website, when they just initially go through and check out and it explains how they register, what it takes to qualify, um, there's a little questionnaire that asks them if their child needs to swim. So they, it, it's a very simple process. We don't wanna make this a difficult thing for busy single parents and kids that otherwise wouldn't have this outlet. Yeah, tiny. Now, I mean, how does that work as far as how do you receive donations and, and what's the best way to get a hold of, you know, to, for for our audience to give you money? Well, our website, Angels of America's Fallen, it's actually aoafallen.org. And it has information about all of our programs. We've got some videos about our children. So we've got a lot of information, um, everything about our finances on there, our entire audit. But of course, we've got a donation page. And through that, anybody can make a donation to us. We're particularly always looking for long-term sponsors and long-term partners because we make this long-term commitment to the children and the need is so great. And as I mentioned, the numbers actually just keep increasing. And so, uh, you know, as we, our first responders, first responders are even actively targeted, you know, it wasn't that long ago out in California where there was a fire set specifically to shoot the firemen when they showed up. Right. Yeah. So, uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely. They, you know, individual donations, corporate donations. If uh, if any of your organizations have grants that they give out, then letting us know about that or inviting us to apply would be fantastic. We would love to do that. And uh, connecting with us. Basically, we're we're trying to raise awareness, and it's a difficult thing to do. Most people don't think about the kids while they're kids. They tend to think about uh, wounded veterans a lot, and then maybe a little bit about the kids for their education. Um, but we've got to get them there. We've got to make sure they avoid the other risks that they are at risk for anxiety, depression, substance abuse, dropping out of school, and even suicide after the traumatic loss of their parent. So it's really easy to have a big lasting impact with kids when they don't have an outlet and they're missing one of their biggest mentors 
because generally it's the breadwinner of the family that's passed and everything costs, you know, everything has a cost now. And if you aren't really working at it, you're not going to make the school teams. Uh, do you have like any affiliated sw swim schools that you, that you partner up with or? That you... Yes, it, it varies. So we've had uh, a lot of YMCAs. We've had some, um, goldfish, uh, goldfish, centers. goldfish too. Yes. Yep. And so, and then some smaller ones, you know, so really it all varies because the kids are, are spread out through the, throughout the entire nation. Some of them in large cities, some of them in very small communities. And we've really had a great response from, from those centers. I mean, the, the swimming community is one that's about fun. It's about safety. It's about taking care of people. And so we get great response when we contact somebody and say, here's our situation. Uh, we do use the grant funds to help us pay for those situations where they can't donate the lessons. And and it, you know that's a sense of scale thing. It really varies from place to place. But we leverage about a forty percent uh, savings on the dollar. So for every dollar we're spending, we're get about we're getting about forty percent uh, in donation in kind for lessons. Do do any of the students when they get done learning swimming, uh, how to swim? Do they send pictures back to you and and things like that? Absolutely, yes, it, yeah. yes. And we've got some some uh, new some most recent ones. Actually, these ones were done with some of our local kids that are really little, a couple of little girls in particular. And uh, this was a photographer that donated her time to do it. But even distance-wise, we get videos and pictures and thank you letters, and it's really a fantastic feeling to see that. In fact, uh, there's a little girl who, whose father I supervised, and he was killed in a crash about two years after we started the organization, and I've been able to support his children. And uh, the first picture we got from her was her first activity was swimming. In fact, we've got a story card. It's kind of like a baseball card, but she's on that. And I can send those images to you I don't know if you can share them with whoever might be listening to the podcast or not, but I can definitely send them to you. And particularly the newest ones are, are pretty precious. Right. That sounds awesome. And um, in addition to uh, donating directly to Angels of America's Fallen, which I would definitely support, uh, Step in a Swim also supports uh, his program, Joe's yeah, program awesome. as well, and especially the lessons from Lila. And we do get donations specifically marked for that. Yes, absolutely. And that works really well. You know, we like to... We like everything to be a win-win and mm -hmm. when your you know corporate sponsors and partners and, and everybody that you've got connections with donates through step into swim and it's still something where we become a beneficiary of that it's there's a whole lot of goodness there and so that's something that absolutely that's that's another great way uh, without having to go to our website i'm sure most of your listeners are going to be familiar with uh, with the other options of how to get in touch with step into swim but either way it's a it's a great fit for us it's a great fit for our kids and we are extremely grateful for it well, it's just great that uh, you got this program going because as an industry, we need to make sure that everybody uh, either goes into a pool or even a lake or a pond or the ocean. You know, these young kids really need to learn how to swim and uh, can, it's all preventable. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another thing, too, because we make the long term commitment to the kids, we like seeing them get into something that's going to be their thing and that they can keep doing. Some of the sports stop when you're out of high school and some of the things go a little bit longer. But swimming is one that you can do your entire lifetime. So it opens up a lifetime of healthy activities in a safe way. So even if, you know, when they're 100 and something years old and their joints are aching, they can get in the, tub or they get in the pool and uh, feel good about it. So I love it when I see kids that get, get really interested in swimming. Yeah, awesome. You're awesome. You're a great industry advocate for us. Thank you, Joe. Well, it's a great thing. You know, <laughs> so I, back when I was in the Marine Corps, I actually, I had to take remedial swimming lessons oh, no. to qualify. <laughs> qualify to go down to flight school because right. I grew up in South Alabama and learned to swim in a creek, you know, right. and it was kind of get to the side, not really be efficient. So uh, I learned yeah. the value of that in, uh, 
in the Marine Corps and, and got a lot better at it. And then my kids have been just absolute fish. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's, it's a great thing. I felt bad for you guys that were over in the corner with the remedial swimming. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were a few of us. I yeah. was there for a long time. Right. <laughs> well, great. Well, anything else you want to add or? Um, I don't think so. Oh yeah. Please tell us about your annual gala as well. Yeah, That's we such have a special an event that actually started with one of our widows who had come over from Hungary to be an intern in the hospitality industry at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs and met an army sergeant that was moonlighting there. And uh, they got introduced and fell in love and had a little baby girl. And unfortunately he committed suicide when she was just four months old and uh, the mom chose to stay here. And so she's from Hungary, but she's here in Colorado Springs and she had the background to put on events like this. And she came to us and said, I wanna help you help more children. And coming up in 2020, it will be our fifth anniversary Angel Gala at the Broadmoor, and it's designed to be a celebration of our family. So all of our local moms and kids come to that. We also fly in some families from across the nation. And the big thing is it's a outreach event for us where people that get there, you know, they'll really get what we do because we, we honor the sacrifice, but we focus on the positives and possibilities. And we have the kids perform in their supported activities. So it's a confidence builder for them. And it's a way for the supporters to really, really see directly the impact they're having. And it's a very positive impact. I've seen some of these kids go from the first not so great music lesson to really good in cello or piano or whatever. We've had competitive swimmers. We've had uh, some kids with soccer that got college scholarships for that. So it really varies. Um, this year, coming up in 2020, it's gonna be mainly a focus. Most of our speakers are our families telling their story. So it's really centered on them. It's not just a fancy night, although it is fancy and nice. It's, uh, it's really about our families. And anybody that would be interested in being a sponsor, it, it really does get good visibility and it is a boost to us. It's in February, uh, it'll be February 15th of 2020. And it's kind of early in the year and that gives us the financial grounding that we need to be able to go into the lower income uh, revenue times of the year and make sure we don't drop any activities for the kids. Yeah, great, great. Excellent. Well, Joe, I really appreciate, as a, as a veteran and a former Marine myself, uh, I really appreciate what you do, Semper Fidelis. It's, uh, it's awesome what you're doing, and it's, it, it's just outstanding. It's an honor. It really is. It's an honor, and uh, Semper Fi to you as well. And Lauren, thank you so much. You've been, very, you've been very faithful to us, and we greatly appreciate your support. Thank you, Joe. And give, give Shelly my best as well. Your wife. I will. All yeah. right. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. He developed Angels of America's Fallen as a way to proactively engage the children of our fallen in healthy activities under the guidance of a coach or instructor where they could excel and develop their own strong sense of self-worth. Thanks for listening to the Ask Masters podcast, and don't forget to check out our Facebook page each week on Tuesdays for new episodes of the show. I also want to encourage you to stop by the Ask the Masters Facebook page and invite other like-minded individuals to join us there as well. Feel free to jump into the conversations and even post your own questions. We want to create a community which fosters learning and discovery for the betterment of us all. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Please be sure to subscribe and feel free to share.